I'm Kirby and I'm Sarah. Welcome, Welcome to, to Los, Los Angeles. Angeles. Welcome, Glamgelinos. We hope you stay a while. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. So I am fully obsessed with Penelope Disick's TikTok. Oh my gosh, yes. For also... Her hand, like her manicures are like oh. so fabulous for like a however old she is. She's like 10. Yeah, she's nine years old, Sarah. And she has like full on like acrylic or like extensions. And like is doing them herself in some cases. I literally watched her put like a clear like gel extension on her own nail. I mean, I guess when you're growing up or in that world, like. Glam is like in your bloodstream. It's in like she yeah. She had a her manicure and when North, she was born. Yeah. Yep. Her North Stormy, they're all like gonna be just, you know, fully professional makeup artists, nail artists, hairstylists by the time they're fifteen. So she had a secret TikTok account. It was literally it was like blah two three four five or something. Like it wasn't her name. And then I guess maybe Courtney caught on to the fact that she had one. So they made an official one that's now verified that's called P and Court mm-hmm. or like Court and P or something like yeah. that. And it's very clearly just Penelope's. Yeah. So I have a feeling that like Courtney makes her show her what she's posting. Yeah, which is smart. Yes. But I'm actually, I'm like, is is this, is Penelope a visionary of her time? Like, is she going to become like a little filmmaker? Because... She does the stop motion action. It's like way too fast. Like Patrick couldn't even watch it because he said it like gave him Made a migraine. Him yeah. Yeah. And then at the end of every TikTok, there's just three seconds of black. And I'm like, is this like her sting? Is this like her Pharrell like bum, 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 yeah, bum? Yeah. Like what are we doing here? It reminds me of like those Rankin Bass <laughs> claymation movies. Where they're like walking all like slow because it's claymation. Like that's what her 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 TikToks remind me of. I'm Mr. Green Christmas. I'm Mr. Sun. I'm Mr. Heat Blister. It's very artsy. I also really appreciate her music choices. Same. Very like you know nineties nostalgia. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, for we have her. no scrubs. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she's she's really throwing it back. I'm like, wow, is she about to be the visionary of this family? I was sleeping on Penelope Disick, I'm going to be honest. I was like... I think everyone was. I mean, you know, there was a moment, like the meme of Courtney, of her getting hit in the head by the car door or whatever. Yes, yes. Penelope's like, no, that is not my legacy. Yeah, she, yeah. she's like, biting my housekeeper is not my legacy. <laughs> I'm rewriting this narrative. <laughs> I'm changing this. I actually wrote down yeah. some of the things that I learned yeah. from her TikTok. Can I go through yes. them with you? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I, I kind of already knew this, but Courtney is a Disney adult. There okay. is like yes. a shitload of Mickey paraphernalia around the house. Mm-hmm. And I remember when the Kardashians announced they were working with Hulu, Courtney like posted like, honored to be a part of the Walt Disney Company. I'm like, girl, it's not the same. It's not the same, but... I would probably do the same thing. Okay. Uh, As you noted, she loves gels and has a nail kit. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. I I literally wrote here, maybe the Steven Soderbergh of our time. I. Wow. You like (laughs) really banking on. I mean, no, truly, if she wanted to be, she has all the resources in the world. The privilege is there. And then I went through one of her Target hauls. Affordable, affordable oh. queen, affordable queen. She purchased some OGX, some Maui Moisture, Method Body, Tree Hut Body Scrub, 
some Shea Moisture hair product, and a bath bomb called Da Bomb. I got to respect it. I got to respect it. She. What business does she have, like, why does she even need to be buying anything? Correct. That's my question as well. She. The amount of, of, of like, beauty that is being gifted to Courtney. Ru- Surely she could pass some along to Penelope. 100%. Um, and I, f- I found this to be the most interesting. She drinks organic matcha. Do you think that Chloe, Chloe, do you think that Zoe is going to grow up and know how to blend her own matcha latte with almond milk when she's nine years old? I mean, I, I hope not, but Zoe was already pretending to apply the rich cream on her face this morning, so. Yes, yes, she was, and... <laughs> It is what it is. That's just it is that's what her it life. Is. It is. It's her life, and she needs to just is, lean into it. Can a nine year is should a nine year old be drinking matcha? That is highly I caffeinated. Mean, ceremonial tea. I don't know. Like she literally pulls out this bag of matcha, and like all the comments are like, "Oh, you're definitely at your dad's house. That's not the poosh matcha." And these fans, she like, I know, and pours it into like a cup, and then she pours her almond breeze in and she gets this little mixer mm-hmm. and she mixes it and then she puts it in a plastic cup with a lid and a straw like she's at an effing coffee shop and is like done like shakes the little ice does a little AMSO hormone I'm like these this is what the kids are growing up with these days like like I'm like sitting here at, at, at like you know 12 years old with my VHS tape trying to record like in sync oh on my God. Good Morning America Same. so I can learn a dance move and now kids are just getting on TikTok like learning slowed down versions of like a TikTok dance and making like ceremonial grade matcha at yeah. their homes. Yeah. No, it, that was not the life I was living. No. Same. Good for them. And uh, highly enjoy the TikTok account. Check out Penelope <laughs> TikTok. There is a cute little moment with her and her dad. That's all I'll say. You have to go oh, watch yeah, the TikToks I saw that. if maybe, you Maybe see it. Penelope will come on the show. Penelope, tell us your beauty routine. You're nine. And She's it's like, probably far more fabulous than ours. Oh, my God. She's like, I bathe in creme de la mer. My mom just pours it into a she ha- tub. And then she I has like, a just standing appointment with Dr. Diamond. <laughs> Like every first first Monday of the month. It's not. He doesn't even do anything to her. He just looks at her and he's like, "Okay, you're good." Yeah, but just it's a check in. It's a check in. <laughs> She'll do that until she's twenty, and then yeah. he'd be like, "Okay, lip flip, bobo, you know, yeah, all, all of the stuff." Okay. Woo! All right, let's uh, Kirby. We made it through November, which means that you no longer have to speak about twenty dollars and under products. Though we will, we always do. That was just, you know, an intentional month for us. But this and this isn't. OK, tell me what's on your face, Kirby. I was looking decrepit. I'm going to be real. Like I get fillers. I get injectables like, you know, I, I do my treatments. I get all of the good stuff. But I was looking at my skin on Thursday night when I was at an event and I had on like a substantial amount of makeup. And I'm like, I am looking like the crypt keeper here like my skin is so dry my wrinkles are out of control like why do I look like this and I realized first of all everyone's skin is really really dry in LA at the moment yes okay true the air quality here has been horrendous we like look on our Dyson every day we're like wow the outside air quality is just like don't step outside without a mask no Mm -hmm. yeah like brown even so I was like, you know what? I need to just figure out how to infuse my skin with moisture. Like I have just gotten an oxygen facial. Like I just left the Four Seasons and gotten like a fire and ice facial. I just want my like skin to be bouncy again and like luminous. And I, I took to Google and I just said how to get the most hydrated skin of your life. And I know that we did an episode with Joanna Vargas where we asked her about this stuff, Mm -hmm. but I felt like we really didn't get, like, a step-by-step of, like, okay, here Mm -hmm. are, like, eight things that you absolutely need to do to, like, get Mm -hmm. bouncy skin. So I found a few things, and the websites that I trusted the most, they included experts, like, board-certified dermatologists, and they were saying ceramides. Ceramides are Mm -hmm. the way. And, Mm -hmm. yes, have ceramides been around forever? 
Uh-huh. Of course. Have I really given a second second thought to ceramides? No, they're always like an ingredient that's just added in. I was just going to say, like, I mean, it's always in, like, a moisturizing, hydrating product. Totally. But I was like, you know what? I actually have a line that was sent to me a few months ago. I did an online Zoom event with them that I, I tried at the time, but I really didn't notice, like, anything crazy results-wise because I wasn't in need of it. Like, mm-hmm. my skin didn't need it. So Dr. Jart is one of my favorite brands. Um, I love, like, their Sika Pear, like, the tiger grass line is incredible if you have, like, really uh, mm-hmm. sensitive, irritated skin. And they sent me their Ceramidin line, or Ceramidin. I'm probably mm-hmm. mispronouncing it. It's in the yellow packaging. There's three, I believe, products that come uh, in the line. There's an eye cream, their liquid moisturizing toner, and then their moisturizing cream. Um, and... So for the past, like, I started it on Thursday, and I've been doing it, like, morning and evening every day since, and we're recording this on Sunday. And literally last night after I took my shower and I put on, like, the three steps, I looked in the mirror, and I was, like, part the part of my cheek where I n- normally notice, like, pores mm-hmm. looked so much smoother mm-hmm. and so much less noticeable and I was like, that that's the ceramides. That's yeah. That is the that's controlling the water loss. That is like mm-hmm. the moisture being infused. I'm noticing yep. it around my under eye as well. Like the eye cream has been great. So the ceramide in line obviously is based around ceramides. It's made for not only dryness, but loss of firmness firmness and elasticity, which I like immediately noticed. I mean, not immediately, but like within two days. Um, it prevents water loss with five ceramides, which if you're not familiar, ceramides are a class of fatty acids called lipids. So these, like Sarah said, are often found in all kinds of formulations. It's never really like the star ingredient a lot of the time, but mm-hmm. this line really focuses on it. Um, I freaking love Dr. Chart, and I feel like it delivers so, so well. Everything I've used, ever used from Dr. Jart, I like have been obsessed with. I specifically love that uh, liquid, the toner. Yes. Okay. I've like gone through bottles of that. So the thing about this toner is like normally with a toner, it's uh, it's really, really liquidy. It's really watery. Yeah. Um, and you could apply it with, you could you put it in your hand and like apply it like yeah. an essence mm-hmm. or mm-hmm. you can put it on like a reusable cotton pad or whatever but this is so much thicker than your normal mm-hmm. toner it's it yeah. is called the moisturizing toner and it feels more like a liquidy serum in my yeah. opinion you could definitely use that there was you know that trend in k-beauty where it was like a seven layer skincare step where you like apply like one step seven times <gasps> instead of like a moisturizer and it's usually like a essence or a oh. toning lotion like this. And I, when that trend was like trending, I was using this and like, it was like enough. Like I didn't need, you know, if you did seven layers of this, you wouldn't need like a moisturizer. Totally. But it was just like my skin was like drinking it up. Doesn't it feel like when you apply it, your skin is literally just, we're all so dehydrated. Yes. Like no matter what. Like, and your skin is just like, feed me this. Like, pour more on me. Totally. And, you know, our, our, moisture, our moisture barrier is important. It's a layer of skin that helps lock out moisture. It helps keep irritants out, things like that. Um, but you can damage your moisture barrier from sun exposure. I mean, like, long-term sun exposure is, like, the number one thing while white people's skin looks, like, decrepit, mm-hmm. right? Um, harsh weather, if you're inside and, like, have the AC running a lot or even now like as it's starting to get cooler the heat that's why people say get a humidifier put it right by your bed um you know there's there's all types of reasons why your moisture barrier may be out of whack ceramides are a really really good ingredient if you're noticing like ooh, my skin is dry but I feel like I'm losing firmness I'm losing elasticity you may benefit from adding a ceramide to your routine. And if you just want to like go all in and see how ceramides can benefit, because like I like told myself, I'm like, okay, I'm going to use this three-step ceramid in line for at least two weeks straight, no other products. Mm-hmm. Like I'm, I, and, and usually I do that anyways if I'm trying mm-hmm. a new line. 
But for that, I feel like for something like a vitamin C or a retinol or something that, you know, takes a little bit longer to see longer to see results. Like, yes. Yes. Fair. Five totally. days. Like you're not. But like for something like this, like you should be seeing a result in like a few days. Yes. I agree. You know? Yep. I totally agree. So um, the way it works is you would apply the uh, liquid moisturizing toner first and then your eye area and then moisturize and replenish with the cream. I'm using the cream day and night. It does not pill under my sunscreen. It feels so, so nice at night and I wake up and my skin is just as bouncy and like hydrated as it was like when I went to bed. So if you're interested, you can pick this up at Sephora and the products range from $39 to $48. Uh, if I was going to pick one, if I was going to pick, I mean, I think that the benefit of having all three really makes this work as great mm-hmm. as it does. If you were going to just pick one to start, maybe try with the liquid moisturizing toner because I think that's yeah. the one Sarah and I really love. But I do think the reason why my skin is reacting so well to it is because I'm using all three together. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like though, to your point, yeah, we all of them together would be amazing, but I feel like people probably don't have a toner step or an essence step. Yes. Or are constantly looking for one that is, you know, going to have real benefits, especially for, winter and dryness so I feel like yeah that's a good one to pick up and I feel like Dr. Jar especially at Sephora they always have like little trial um kits oh do they I feel like they do I know they do for the sick pair um I'm sure they have them for this or you could probably ask for samples all right on to news Kirby you have to tell us everything about your new bestie Machine Gun Kelly, you yes. hung out with him yes. because he's launching his own nail polish line. Yep. Tell us everything. Okay. You wrote the exclusive for Allure. I did. So I got a call from Sarah Kennanen, who is one of the editors at Allure, like a couple of weeks ago. It was around, it was like the week before the AMAs. And she's like, okay, I can't say much more about this, but there's like a rock star who is launching a nail polish line. And admittedly, I did. I was like, am I going to meet Harry Styles? Um, And she's like, can we hop on the phone? So we get on the phone and she's like, it's Machine Gun Kelly. And I was like, oh, yeah, I remember he mentioned in April that he's launching a nail polish line. So Allure got the exclusive to meet with him. It was crazy, y'all. I went to his house. Do you have to sign, like, an NDA or anything? No, but I, like, was, like, trying to – I have never interviewed someone like him before. Like, mm-hmm. I know that th- that it, it shouldn't matter, like, who you're interviewing, but, like, this wasn't, like, I'm going to go interview, you know, Carrie Washington for Neutrogena. It was, like – Yeah. I'm going to some rock star's house while he's, like, getting ready for the AMAs, and I'm going to be interviewing him on camera, and then, like – I was there for three hours. Like it mm-hmm. felt like very, it was very a great experience for me because I felt like it was truly my first celebrity profile, which yeah. I didn't have, like his publicist wasn't even there. I was talking to her. I was communicating with her via text, like, you know, where to meet him and stuff like that. Because at one point we thought that I may like go over to the house before the AMAs, but I wasn't able to do that and like watch him get ready for that. Um, And I mean, I walked into the house and like, he had his stylist there. He had his assistant there, the the brand rep. So the brand is called Undone Lacquer, U-N slash D-N. And if you've been paying attention for the past two, three years, like Colson Baker, I called him Colson. I was like, do I call him Machine Gun? Do yeah. I call him like <laughs> Mr. 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 Kelly? Mr. Kelly, like what do I call you? Um, he, so anyways, they, Colson Baker has been wearing these really cool intricate nail art designs on the red carpet and it's been really really fun as like a beauty editor seeing what he's going to do on the red carpet because 
especially with men and mm-hmm. men that identify as like cisgender, it's never anything special. It's like you mm-hmm. showed up in a Tom Ford and yep. you, or, you look clean. You're like clean shaven yeah. or, you know, nicely quaffed and you look handsome. But yeah. that's it. Yeah. There's nothing like we're not getting a press release about like your nail polish or whatever. And so, yeah. you know, he's done the black tongue. He did this really beautiful, like, pearl-adorned, like, ear, mm-hmm. neck moment that was awesome. He's had, like, these really, really long, crazy nails before. Um, he's, like, played with his hair. So, like, it's, like, kind of, like, um, a way that he creatively expresses himself. And so um, I went to his house. If you read the article, you'll, like, hear about the fact that, like, he opened he- up this, like, $20,000 book in front of me that he had gotten from this like secret bookstore in Greece. It was signed by Picasso. I'm like literally like witnessing him open this for the first time <laughs> in front of me. I'm like, sir, um, this is crazy. You're like, should I be wearing like booties and like gloves and like a hazmat suit? I was suit? like, I'm not getting anywhere near this. Yeah. Um, he calls Pete Davidson. He called Pete Davidson. Uh, if you follow me on Instagram, you know that I'm like a a Pete I'm I'm like a Colson Baker person now but I was Mm -hmm. I'm like very much in support of Pete Davidson and uh one of the questions that I asked him for this rapid fire round because they're doing like a social promo for it I think this week on Allure I asked him a question and by the way I don't think this makes it into the video which sucks because it's like probably the most newsworthy part of the entire thing why does it why is it gonna make it probably because it's not beauty related but when I when I was googling machine gun Kelly you know on google there's like the top two questions that pop up the first one was are like autofills yeah are machine gun Kelly and Pete Davidson still friends so I asked him that and I was like please don't kill me for asking you this and he was like he had a really cute response he like looked directly at the camera and was like I'm like offended I'm like offended that y'all are asking me this like we're lifers and then his nail artist who this comes full circle Brittany Boyce who is Nails of LA who did the Sarah Tans with Sarah was there thank god because I was so nervous and I was like thank god I know somebody at this place because she is like his manicurist yeah she is Colson's yes and she was like oh my god you should have just called Pete so he's like let's do it again and so I ask him the question again, and he, like, does a FaceTime with Pete. And literally, I'm, like, listening to him talk to Pete Davidson. Yo, Pete, I'm, I'm doing this interview right now, and Google said that, the main, like, the main question that, they, that, that they're asking is, is Machine Gun Kelly and Pete Davidson still friends? Or are we still friends? Uh, duh. What a fucking stupid question. <laughs> <laughs> it's like okay. asking if the sky is blue. Or... Okay, thank you. I'll just... Yeah, I was just making sure, dude. Was, they, they, they freaked me out, man. I was like, oh my God, this is incredible. I am literally listening to like... What happened? Like, why do people think they're not friends? I don't know. I, I could not even tell you. They're literally always together. Yeah. So I don't know what could have happened. Um... But I asked it and I'm really glad I did. And I'm definitely putting that footage in my reel. Yes. Anyways. Okay. Tell us about the nail polish line. The nail polish line is actually really good, y'all. And I uh, I normally try to not do my own nails, if at all possible. <laughs> y'all know this. Mm-hmm. I'm a gel girl through and through. But I got sent the line. And what's really cool about it is that there's like different ways to purchase this particular brand. There's the singles, which are $18. There's trios, which you believe are like in the $30 range. And then there's these kits that you can buy that have six polishes that have been curated by Colson. And they not only include like pastels and bold shades and like, you know, toppers, like a matte top coat or like a splatter top coat, but these brushes. So there's like a cleanup brush and then an art brush. So it really like gives you the power to create whatever type of manicure you want, like all in one kit. And I Mm -hmm. believe those are closer to 80 something dollars. The quality of nail polish is great. Um, I, you know, played around with it when I first got it. And I can't remember... I don't know exactly what kit I got because I had like a sample that was Mm -hmm. sent to me. So even though like the packaging was there, like I didn't even realize that the the actual products had names Mm -hmm. on the bottoms because the ones I got literally just say like this tan color is just tan. But I think like it's actually called like. Yeah. Something. Whatever. Right. Some type of like, you know, cute name or whatever. Like the orange was named by Megan Fox. It's called 25 to life. But like on the bottom of mine, it just says orange. So anyways. um. You got the real samples. Yes. And 
I tried them all out and what I really noticed was two things. The nail polish brush is a lot shorter and thicker than most and it also comes to like almost like a point at the tip okay so you can really get into like the crevices of your cuticle mm-hmm. um i am not good at painting my own nails but i felt like just the the size and the length of the brush alone gave me more control yeah. and allowed me to like paint my nail in a way that like didn't look horrendous i and feel like that's something that like people especially now and everyone is coming out with the nail polish um they don't think about the brush shape which so my personal favorite nail polish brush is the se gel couture i think that that brand when they launched that collection that was like everyone needed to pay more attention to the shape of the brush because it was fatter shorter and easier to paint your own nails at home so and also flatter and flatter like it's flat yeah i don't like it when When the brush is just kind of like dangling like a broom yeah because what you're trying to do every nail paul every manicurist will tell you is you need to do quick thin stroke like you know it needs to be thin like you can't have a thick layer of nail polish otherwise it's going to be bumpy lumpy it's not going to dry evenly so like this the shape of the brush is like very obviously the formula is really important but it's like the shape of the brush is very very integral in that totally and um on the note of like application for the like the brighter shades that I have um like the orange and then there's like this really beautiful green if y'all like hunter green shades Mm. pick up Mary Jane (laughs) uh it's like I'm gonna like go get it on my toes this week but um you only need one I felt you only needed one uh coat with those which when I was talking to him, you know, he's like, I know that not everyone that's doing their nails is like an elite nail artist. Like, I just want people to enjoy doing it. And I think one of the things that he was trying to like iterate to me was that for him, like nails aren't something that like he gets done and then like keeps them for weeks. Right. He's he's like, this is an accessory for me. I he, like the example I gave He's like, I used to do this with like my jewelry, like my earrings and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But like I can't get any more holes in my face or like I just yeah. I'm, I'm not going to exist anymore. Yeah. So he's like now one of my accessories is my nails. Like I want to be able to paint my nails on my own, have it dry nicely, look good, even if it's not perfect, even if it's not like, you know, perfectly meticulously painted on my nails. I just want to go and show people like this is how I'm feeling today. Yeah. This is the color I'm wearing and then move on. Do I think a lot of people are going to paint their nails like this? No. I do think it's like a really cool creative suggestion and like a really great way to get people out of their shell. But I will say like the brighter, bolder shades, I think only need maybe one coat. Two, if you want, it's fine. Um, The the more like lighter pastel shades, like there's this really beautiful like light pink um and like a really beautiful like aqua sky blue that needs definitely to polish our two coats but yeah and he 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 said the reason why like one of the reasons why he read the article i think y'all are going to be very pleasantly surprised by him i did not know what to expect from him i found him to be very cerebral very thoughtful very charming um and really like wants to be a creator Mm -hmm. I don't think he sees this as like a cash grab I think like he wants to take this bigger Mm -hmm. he like kind of alluded to the fact that this may not just be a nail polish thing and he really like he was like citing like Steve Jobs and Apple as like his inspiration he wants to give people an experience he wants to like innovate he wants people to like tie like beauty and and like creativity like with him Mm -hmm. So I, I was honestly really impressed. He also like pulled back the curtain on like his PR strategy for this. Like like just stuff that like most people would not even dare to mention in mm-hmm. an interview. So I came away a fan. I thought he was like very lovely. His daughter was there like getting ready for the AMAs. Y'all probably saw like he took her and he was she she initially wasn't gonna wear that dress, y'all. She was gonna wear a a, a really cute Chanel um but she really liked the valentino so i think that she kind of won him over but he was like being very much a doting dad like does she look too mature in this dress like it was really cute so 
Anyways, if you guys want to check it out, you can get it online. It's DTC right now, Undone Lacquer. The brand is actually really fun. If you're on Twitter, follow them. Like whoever is doing like their social cadence is knocking it out of the park. I've really enjoyed like seeing like what they're posting and like how they're interacting with the people that want to buy the product. So and read the article. Very well well done. Article. Thank you, y'all. I this I'm very proud of this. Like. I it took me I was like this is terrible this is horrible I think I got something it's like the writing yep it's what the happened process, to me right it's like the worst it's absolute worst it's absolute worst but people said that they they read it and like walked away thinking differently yeah. of him which was like you know a great compliment Love so that. yeah amazing check out undone lacquer it's available now okay sarah what in the world does this even mean? I Cardi don't know. B is Playboy's creative director. Okay, so Hugh Hefner's dead. R.I.P. Yep. There's, the man is gone. There's there been, was like limbo. Yep, and there's been so many rebrands over the years, even when Hugh Hefner was still alive. You know, like I feel mm-hmm. like they're constantly trying to figure out like how to stay relevant. Um, obviously, like everyone knows playboy is like iconic but i think over the years like you know it hasn't been it hasn't had the status that it once had although like the editorial at playboy has always been you know amazing um like really really strong reporting storytelling matt's dad actually used to contribute to playboy um back in the day i know i know um but no i mean as a writer not like (laughs) let's just be clear Let's be clear. Um, but so. I'm just in, like imagining him with like the yeah. girls next door. Like Holly, Bridget, no, Kendra. No. As a writer back in. photo shoot. A writer back in the like 70s or 80s. Um, but anyways. <laughs> so. So in their latest attempt to stay relevant. Uh, Playboy has announced Cardi B as their creative director. So according to a press release. They said that Cardi will provide artistic direction across co-branded fashion and sexual wellness merchandise collections, digital editorial, experiential activations, and more in this partnership. Uh, So Cardi shared on Instagram, she said, introducing the first ever creative director in residence at the legendary Playboy. It's me joining the Playboy family is a dream and I know y'all are going to love what we put together um, she said, I'm starting this party right as a founding creative director and a founding member of Centerfold, the new creator-led platform from Playboy coming soon, which, yikes. What is a oh, creator-led oh. platform for Playboy? Oh, Jesus. Okay. <laughs> it's like an OnlyFans. Yeah, I, I was, guarantee. exactly. Yeah. Um, I mean, I mean, good for them. OnlyFans is a n- nightmare at the yeah, moment. Yeah, yeah. So... My question is, and I'm not the only one who obviously is thinking this. I actually um, started thinking about this because um, Tahiri, who used to be the fashion and beauty features director at Teen Vogue, she was posting on her Instagram like all of these examples of celebrities who are creative directors for different brands. And then she posted that like clip of Kanye where he's talking about Lady Gaga being the creative director of Polaroid I don't know if you've ever seen this clip it like went viral like when this was years ago when Lady Gaga was named like the creative director of Polaroid and it's Kanye being like I love I love Lady Gaga's music you know she's amazing but like what the f does Lady Gaga know about cameras (laughs) it's really funny and and that's one of the few things I agree with him on. yes and so you know Emily Ratajkowski is a creative director for Loops, which is that like mask uh, beauty, you know, brand. Um, uh, Jennifer Anson, as we know, it's a creative director for Vital Proteins. I don't know if that still stands. Um, Emma Chamberlain is a creative director for Bad Habit. Dakota Johnson is a, a creative director for Mod, which is like a sexual and wellness brand. Fashion, there are so many famous celebrity you know creative directors for for there's that bella hadid one you were saying oh bella hadid she was um well she's technically the co-founder now of kin euphorics which is a whole nother discussion that we could have about celebrities um stepping into co-founding roles uh after brands have already been founded no wait hold on but this is actually okay i think these go hand in hand they do talk about it yeah because what you're saying here is like i see like kendall jenner for forward yes right yes so, like, 
the question being, you know, what does it actually mean when you're a famous person being the creative director of a brand? Hold on, I haven't clicked this link. No, it's okay. Does, does this does this link explain it? Yeah. Well, yeah. So this this question has been like, you know, asked like there's a an article. The one that I link here is from Glossy, which is from 2020. But then there is another article from like. I don't remember, like, uh, might be like Women's Wear Daily or something from like 2015. Like this is a thing that has been happening for a really long time now. But what the way that we're seeing it now is different in that I feel like it is more of like an ambassadorship slash like the new influencer. So it's just like it's, it's a whole new world where social comes in right where they have this like social influence on on um like a new generation but I just like my question is like what is the contract look like what does the agreement look like because when you know now they're creative director and apparently they have say in the ideation process and the formulation of, of products and all this and marketing and all this thing but like so it differs from them being just like the face of a brand or like an ambassador but like are they really the creative director you know what I mean like and then there's also the question of like all these people who have spent years building their careers as true like creative directors and then they like want to step into this role at a company but like a celebrity you know steps in so I don't know I'm gonna be honest I don't think I don't think that any of these people that have signed on to be a creative director of any of these companies have experience in what they are doing they are there for their name yep and they're probably not only getting like the endorsement deal of aligning themselves with the brand but then also getting a share of like stake or something yeah. if they're a public company totally. or some kind of like stock option there's like a bigger money play here that obviously they're not talking about but like like love Jennifer Aniston what the hell do you know about collagen peptides girl totally like yeah like as maybe as much as I do because I do think she's a savvy beauty person but like how are you going to like creatively direct vital proteins and it kind of reminds me of like um like executive producing credits these days because it's like now times if somebody is signing on to like a big project they are not signing on unless they get an executive producer credit as well for mm -hmm. instance I'll give you an example which I think <clears throat> is completely warranted for everybody in the situation but only murders in the building not only is Steve Martin who co-created the show an executive producer but so is Martin Short and Selena Gomez yeah they're like the three leads all equally and I guarantee you nobody like when you're at the level of like a Selena Gomez or Steve Martin Martin Short Jennifer Aniston like none of these people are Reese Witherspoon none of you are if you have an agent and you're at that level you're not signing on to anything unless you're getting extra credits yes I was yeah. just going to say what you were saying about like the equity part. Like I think you're absolutely right. Like this is just another thing for um, celebrities to be bargaining and negotiating in their contract, which is smart, um, especially if they really do feel like, you know, this is a brand that they believe in. Um, it's like more exciting than just like an investor role and then they can lend their face because, you know, they have influence but it just it just feels like creative director is like losing its meaning. Well, yeah, 100 percent. And like, do I think it's great for like Playboy to have Cardi B? Of course. Like, I think if Playboy wants to like actually which I'm starting to see, like when when Playboy put Bretman Rock like on their digital cover or whatever, I was like, great, they're going in a new direction. Like, this is perfect. They need more women at the top making decisions. Yes. Yeah. And I say this not knowing if yep. there are a ton of women at the top mm -hmm. of Playboy. I just keep thinking of Hugh Hefner's America. So, like, probably not. Assuming not. Yeah. Cardi B getting this opportunity, great. Does she need this opportunity? No, she's Cardi B. But is she really creative directing? Probably effing not. I mean, I'm sure that there are there is an actual creative director that's doing all the work. They're presenting it to her. She's saying, yeah, I like it. No, what about this? Giving some of her Cardi flair. And then, you know, they're moving on. And maybe the actual creative director doesn't care because they're still getting the title. Does that person mind? And like, I guess, I mean, what can you do? But 
hopefully they are getting like the you know credit and people are celebrating them over at playboy or whatever but yeah i just think it's it's really interesting to see that this is now the move you know it's like if you're not starting your own brand you are now signing on as a creative director of a brand i mean i honestly wish that more celebrities though when they launch a brand would just be creative director versus like ceo and founder because like they don't know what they don't know. So it's like if you have a vision and you want it's it like it reminds me a lot of like Emma Chamberlain for Bad Habit. Like she's like, I know what the, I want the vibe to be. I know right. what like I know what people are going to want to click on and look at. Like, great. That's perfect. You do you. Yeah. But do we need you to be like making financial decisions on behalf of the company and like going to board meetings? Probably not. She probably doesn't want to do that either. So, you know, she has her own coffee company, but that's neither here nor there. I do think, too, like the co-founder discussion is really interesting because any hooligans listening to the pod, uh, I was in a group. I cannot remember which hooligan group I was in because I'm on 1000. And they brought up the co-founder discussion and said, does Shay Mitchell, is she actually the co-founder of BASE? Mm-hmm. the the luggage line b-e-i-s is she actually the co-founder i'm really curious because i actually really like a lot of the products i'm just surprised and all of the answers were really interesting to me because people were like yeah she's definitely the co-founder i saw her like travel to wherever and pick out like materials for the line or blah 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 and she actually talks about the process of being co-founder i'm like fam i hate to break it to you she did not decide to make base and then like got funding to do this. Yeah. Sean Neff, who created Beach House, it's a company that's a well-oiled machine. And they're like, we need a famous face. What's the, who's the famous face that's going to make this luggage line take off? Shay Mitchell loves to travis, travel around the world. She's Shay got Mitchell a baby. has a daughter named Atlas. And she's Le- got a dog. Yes. So let's, let's do travel, baby, and dog collection. And let's have her, you know, name it. Let's have her, let's bring her on as a co-founder, present her with what we're thinking, and see if she signs on. That's how that company was co-founded. And and she may be very active in, like, designing she the baby be. carrier yeah, right. and all of those things. But, like, she didn't, like, have, she didn't go somewhere and say, hey, I've created a line and I'm trying to find capital and I need someone to back me on it. It was somebody came to her, white label, Here's what we're thinking. Would you like to sign on as co-founder? You'll get this, this, and this. This is an, another alternative scenario I'm just throwing out there. So Sean Neff may be friends with Shay Mitchell, and he's like, oh, you want to start like a brand or do you want to do something get- together? Let's come up with something together. But like, no, by no means, like Kirby said, did Shay Mitchell have to sit in on meetings to ask for money to like raise money for base? No. And he does like Kendall Jenner with Moon mm-hmm. too. Like mm-hmm. Kendall Jenner mm-hmm. did not decide she wanted to do anything with toothpaste. No. Nodding a cinch. He did he also does pattern with Tracy Ellis Ross, but what I will say about that is that I think Tracy actually was looking for capital. She had been wanting to make a hair care line for a long time. She'd been told no by a hundred people. I think probably someone put her in touch with Sean and said have at it, y'all discuss. And I feel like that really is authentically like a her thing. But the whole co-founder discussion is real interesting because like you even get people who like, like brands are already started and then somebody signs on and becomes a co-founder. And it's like, yep. You're like, wait, how does that work? There should, I feel like that that should be a different title. Like it should just be a different title. You weren't there from the ground up, boo. Like that is not co-founding. It does not make sense. Like CEO, sure. CFO, executive director, president, all of those things, sure. They make way more sense than being a co-founder, newly minted co-founder of a brand that has already existed. This my theory on why they do that though is give people co-founder credit is because everybody is obsessed with a founder story. Yeah, but it just doesn't make sense. It doesn't. But people love a founder story. <sighs> yes. Anyways, I I think that I mean Cardi B and Playboy makes more sense than other brands that we have been discussing, and I'm excited for I'm excited to see what it looks like and what happens. But um, also question mark. If anybody in in the know wants to, like, send us an anonymous tip, call the hotline. Okay, I just want to bring this up quickly. Um, Fenty did something really cute this past week. Uh, they launched, they're launching a new highlighter called the Kilowatt. I have it right here. 
the I'm li- so sad. I miss this experience. Liquid kilowatt fluid freestyle highlighter. So like if you love their highlighters in the powder form, they have a liquid version love. now. It's coming out December 10th, this Friday. And um, there's five different shades. They gave me a call and said, can we pick you up tomorrow? I was thinking, like, is Rihanna going to be with you? What are we doing? I have no idea. They didn't give me any details. And then I was, like, really excited for you. But also I was like, if Rihanna shows up, then I'm going to be really upset. (laughs) I'm like, how do I dress? Like, I need to know these things. Um, But then I was like, yeah, she's probably not going to be in wherever we're going. Uh, and I was right. So she wasn't there. But I walk outside after getting a phone call. And there is like a SUV Rolls Royce just like sitting, blaring like this kilowatt freestyle song that they have playing in front of my apartment community. People are like, what the hell's going on here? There's like a whole rap on this Rolls that says kilowatt cab. And if you were in... LA or Miami this past Friday for Art Basel if you saw the kilowatt cab they did like this whole scavenger hunt on Twitter and if you found it you would be one of the first people to get the new liquid freestyle highlighter which I thought was really cute but I had never ever been in a Rolls Royce before I was shooketh I I wanted to like have one for my own personal leisure but that's never gonna happen um they had me like they had like a camera set up in there so you could like try on the highlighter while you were in the car but there was no mirror so I was like really just winging it um and like doing what we called the kilowatt squat in front of the car like literally in the driveway of my apartment complex and people were like like our security guard was like ma'am you have to move I'm like okay well we need the sunlight in this area so okay make around whatever that makes that makes sense for like where you live in LA can you imagine if that Rolls Royce rolled up in my like little suburban neighborhood my like Donna next door would have been like what in the I think people were like what is going on here and and then I was like cracking because I was the first like person they picked up they're going to Nima Tang after me Uh Um, I'm like oh this poor driver doesn't even know what he's about to get into like he thinks like I'm taking forever to get the photo like oh my god no good luck good luck luck. for the record though I I really love this highlighter so I've been I was like kind of like anti-highlighter for a while I was like I don't need it it's whatever like luminous skin is all I need whatever then I started getting back into my Becca game. I have this Becca mm-hmm. palette from mm-hmm. like literally four years ago. I should throw it out, but I refuse to. It has this beautiful mm-hmm. pink highlight that I've been putting on mm-hmm. my cheeks. And so I'm like, ooh, okay, a liquid highlighter. There's an ingredient in here that apparently helps smooth the skin. And I know one of the biggest complaints from people when they use highlighter is like, it just accentuates my texture and yeah, my pores. It's not and I don't made like for it. The, for, mm-hmm, yeah. The olds. But. I have been freaking loving this and you can like put on a lot and it doesn't look crazy. So I I prefer a liquid highlighter. Do you? Okay, okay. Than a powder cuz the powder I do really feel like it's like here's where Sarah's pores are. Oh yeah. Well, I will say that I'm still into my Becca, but the kilowatt, I think this also would look great underneath like foundation or concealer. Mm, yeah. So it is, uh, the one that I, that I use personally is Hustla Baby 2.0. I think that's the only one that like mimics the powder version that they have. All mm-hmm. the other ones mm-hmm. are like different names, but it's available this Friday, December the 10th. And I had a lot of fun in the kilowatt cab. So thanks Fenty Beauty. Love it. Kirby, do you know what else is available this week that is launching? Yes, I do. (laughs) You guys, it's taken us two and a half years, but we finally did it. We are launching Los Angeles merch. (laughs) Y'all, we have merch. We have merch. It's finally happening. It's so cute. It's so So cute. cute. It was inspired by, so we are Los Angeles, LA babies, we were trying to think like, okay, like, what do we like? The whole, the whole. What feels what's the vibe? like us? Yeah, what's the vibe? Yeah. Beverly Hills Hotel, obvi, like obvi. iconic landmark in LA. So think of like, you know, because like right now the vibe is like Princess Diana wearing a sweatshirt with her like bike shorts. Yeah, it's like very vintage throwback. We want a comfy 
athleisure wear but we want it to be like chic yes and like people wearing you know collegiate type sweatshirts that look Mm -hmm. like super 80s or whatever so the vibe is the beverly hills hotel we have a green sweatshirt with pink writing we have a white sweatshirt with green writing Um, we're also going to have dad hats and one of the dad hats will have los angeles the other dad hat will say spf flirty SPF flirty and we have heard you we know that you want a horny for skincare something or another that will come drop too so buy this drop to prove that you actually will buy it if we make a horny for skincare sweatshirt we will make horny for skincare just buy the first drop first the sweatshirts are so comfy they are like they feel like you know you already you bought it from like a vintage you know shop and it's already soft and it's already got that sort of like weathered look without being like too old um like yep. it's already like worn in for you um and it's a cr- it's a crew neck, it's a crew sweatshirt. neck yes and so, it's it's lighter weight so it's not like a super thick sweatshirt so it's great for la obviously but like layering you know and you can wear it underneath the jacket um you know over like a cute little turtleneck or like mock mock neck moment um skims yeah skims um great with jeans great with bike shorts like uh princess diana like kirby said um they're super super cute so we hope everyone gets one and represents wherever you are i'm not sure if if you order this week if you'll get before christmas yeah it might take a while because i don't know if you've heard about supply chain (laughs) issues or ship or shipping issues um but you know if you do gift it you could like print it print out a little photo and like put in a card or something that's our episode for this week we will be back on friday we are doing our own personal gift guides and we're not just talking about beauty y'all we're going to be talking about everything so get ready get your little notepads together get your notes app on your phone together uh, because we'll have some really nice, fun goodies to share. They said, say, Nick, what you got up in that bag, yeah. I got a racks, racks in my sack, or in my bag, yeah. They said, say, Nick, what you got up in that bag, yeah. I got a racks, racks in my sack, or in my bag, yeah. They said, say, Nick, what you got up in that bag, yeah. I got a racks, racks in my sack, or in my bag, yeah. They said, say, Nick, what you got up in that bag. I got racks, racks in my sack or in my bag. Merry Christmas, everybody. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com trip for free shipping and 365-day returns.